And he said, oh, no, Ollie. Oh, hey, <laughs> welcome in. Latest episode of That SEC Podcast. Host, uh, sponsored by Twisted Tea and My Bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. Sick as a dog, and I go by SEC Bike on Twitter. Joined, as always, Damn. by my cousin, Shane. I'll text you. Who goes Sorry. by Big Orange Balls. So we're live right now, buddy, yeah. just in case you didn't know. <laughs> What's up? Yo, Tissy, over? Oh, man. It's been... Dude, it's been one of those damn days, brother. I have been to the mall two days in a row, all right? Uh, two days in the damn row, man. I've been to the mall two days in a whole year. And, uh, of course, you know me, procrastinating Shane, waiting to the last minute to get these gifts. Yep. You, know, you know, at this point, you're just getting whatever's available. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't care if it's in your size or not, you know, you, you can get it, and I'll get that gift receipt so you can take it back. But it's been an absolute nightmare and then of course i'm sending my wife in i'm like hey you go in and i'm i'm sitting out there in the mall with them old farts looking at my phone keeping up with all this recruiting news man it is just i can't i can't stay off of it you know i i hate to say that the transfer portal has stole a little bit of national signing day luster but i got a little spark of it today brother seeing some some hat flips and everything it was it it felt like felt like 2013 again you know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, <laughs> you threw a lot at me this year. I don't know how to react, but I, I did want to say real quick, of course, this, this is mainly going to be a national signing day uh, show, not a Christmas show or anything like that. But yeah, uh, it's funny because you got me thinking, Shay, where I live, there, there's a little shopping area. It's it's pretty popular, but not that popular. And the last like week and a half, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm going to these stores, you know, trying to get presents. I, I, I was going to Target, and it's like, it's a madhouse. So I'm like, I ain't going to Target. I'll go to uh, TJ Maxx. And then that's a madhouse. And I was like, F it. You know, everybody's getting a gift from me. They're getting it from Kroger. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm downgrading per store because the rest are just unbearable right now. Yeah, my parents, it's like at that point now, I'm like, where do y'all like to eat? You know, because you're getting you're getting a gift card to that location. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, how about it, Shane? I mean, yeah, you're right. This is not the same old, same old signing day that we grew yeah. up loving. It's a little bit different. There was some drama. There's been a lot of trolling. We got a couple of coach comments that mm-hmm. I thought were fantastic. But uh, you ready to talk? We don't talk a lot of recruiting, Shane, but you ready to talk some recruiting, brother? Let's do it. And don't forget, Texas and Oklahoma, we're counting them. They're yep. SEC, baby. We got all these guys they sign now will never play in that garbage league they were in. <laughs> They're all playing in the SEC, at least until they transfer a year from now. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and, real- and, and sorry, on that, on that note, man, I was looking. The, out of the top 25 of this recruiting class, 13 of those are in the SEC, Mike. Oh, wow. It's like you're stealing right from my notes, Shane. That's exactly where I was going. 13 of the 16 in the SEC are currently in the top 25 of the recruiting rankings. Just incredible. How does that stack up across the country? Of course, it's number one, Shane. Big 10 got seven. Oh, good job, Big 10. You're about halfway to the SEC. ACC, you got three. No wonder Florida State can't get into the playoff with an undefeated record. And the Big 12, that's where Texas and Oklahoma came from. They got one, Shane. So now you know why they're leaving that garbage league. The SEC rules, signing day, college football playoff, NFL draft, on and on and on. It's just the latest evidence of it. You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and like I said, it was a lot of flips, too. A lot of flips from these other conferences. Uh, I'm looking at you, Florida State. You know what I'm saying? Some (laughs) of these boys get losing them. They're coming to the SEC. They they finally figured out this is where they want to be. So I I absolutely love it. Now you're getting, you're kind of getting the feel of what your what your program may be in the next couple of years. Right, and one guy that's uh, not out here having to do all this work today, Shane, you sent this over to me right before we went live. I just, we had to share this because old, old damn bullet here <laughs> is sitting his ass on the ESPN studio not having to deal with recruits. He's, for, for those just listening uh, on the podcast here, which this is a margarita that damn bullet on the beach here. I don't think he's actually on the beach. This was probably taking a, a while ago but that's his attitude towards signing day (laughs) and uh, more power to him you know what 
Well, the problem was he was that may have been taken the last time he was at a national <laughs> signing day. Everybody knows Dan wasn't big on recruiting, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then how about this one, Shane? This guy not SEC related, but he went to Buford. Uh, where, where, there's a couple. That's where uh, Dylan Riola, the guy that flipped, the quarterback that flipped. But there's a Georgia guy, one of the Buford guys, Shane. But before we get to that, I just had to show this too. I want a shout out. Buford High School out of, out of Georgia, Shane. Yeah. Lyman Dale Green. Check out this mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the that's a five star mullet if oh, there ever was man. one, wasn't there? Oh, I thought you were about to show me a poem or something. I was like, <laughs> this is like the opposite. Yeah, man. This damn boy, this head of hair. Audio <laughs> listeners can't see it, but we'll we'll put it on the Twitters. But damn. That is that is Goldilocks right there, man. I'd love to see cousin Shane with that dude. You know what? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have a fourth of that hair, Mike. <laughs> uh, all right, brother. So um, let's see where to begin. Real quick, I, how about this? I, I was gonna. I'm just gonna run down the team rankings real quick, and then we're gonna yeah. do this team by team. But first, I just want to give an overview of where everybody landed, and they, these are the composite rankings. Again, I, some people like Rivals, some people like ESPN, some mm-hmm. people like 24-7, some people like On3. This is the composite, which is yeah. all the rankings put together and then your average. So I, I just think this is the best, most accurate way to evaluate it because you got more evaluators rating these players, rating these classes. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes, sir. Okay, so going down the composite rankings, Shane. Stunning, stunning news here. Georgia Bulldogs, Kirby Smart, what? number one recruiting <laughs> class in the country. Every single season, Shane, that Kirby has been in Athens for a full recruiting cycle, yeah, he's recruited a top five class. I think he's – Nick Saban's the greatest college coach of all time. I think Kirby Smart is the greatest recruiter of all time. And Saban, you know, just a, just, just a hair behind him, in my opinion. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, this is – I mean, with all – that that's the thing. All these other schools are still in the highlights from the transfer portal and, and whatnot. But when it comes down to recruiting, nobody's doing it better than Kirby Smart. Uh, they keep reloading. They can afford the ability to lose some of these kids later in the portal because they land so much in these recruiting classes. So um, I don't know about you, brother, but I sensed a little attitude from some of these crews too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that here in a second, I bet. But, yeah, I just – I love this class. Uh, Georgia fans are on cloud nine, of course. Right, and, and again, so no slight to the GOAT, Nick Saban. I yeah. think he's the second best recruiter of all time, Shane. Alabama number two. We, <laughs> we may have to change the recruit rules because Alabama finished second again. Last time they finished second, he went on a damn tirade against Jimbo Fisher and NIL mm-hmm. and how this cannot stand. We will never be number two again. They were number one last year and just barely number two this year. Uh, no, no surprise, Georgia and Alabama won two in the recruiting rankings. No, it's like Groundhog's Day, you know. Just keep <laughs> keep waking up that same damn song, you know. It's one of these two teams are going to be at the top year after year, and that ain't going to change. Why them boys are still coaching there, right? And then this is a surprise, Shane. To, at least to me, just because you know we're new to this team, we know we yeah. know they always get it, get these recruits, Shane. But Texas mm-hmm. ranks third in the SEC, number six overall class in the country. I guess I I shouldn't be surprised. They always recruit real down there, but. Uh, We'll get to their class in a minute. I, I believe Texas signed more five stars than anybody in the country. How about Texas at number six? Yeah, as soon as they all woke up, you know. They, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they got out of bed, they decided to to come on board number six of the country. That's pretty impressive and uh, very impressive class. I, I really like a lot of the pieces that are there. Some of these kids are going to be dynamite, brother. Right, and then number seven, Shane, this is a huge, huge reason to be excited if you're a, a fan of, of this team, and you didn't get everybody you want. You never do. But Auburn, Shane, mm-hmm. number seven in the country, coming off a six-and-six six year. This is why we brought Hugh Freeze down here, to recruit, to get us back to that elite level. Again, we'll break down more of their class in depth in just a moment, but hit hit on several key uh, uh uh, holes on their roster, so to speak, that they have have got players that are going to f- seamlessly fit right in. 
And uh, if they keep us up, Shane, Auburn's going to be a contender in the SEC before long. Buddy, busy in the portal, busy on the recruiting trail. This is this is what we kept hearing. You know, wait till Hugh gets his guys. Wait till they build some of that competitive depth, brother. Auburn's going to be a scary, scary program here sooner than later. I, I, I think not that the portal really helped them out, but establishing some of this foundation players here in the recruiting class, you know, two, three years from now, that's really going to start showing. Yep. So number eight, Shane, again, very unusual that I'm, we're even talking about this, but them Oklahoma, <laughs> number eight. So a top 10 class, this is what you got to do to be competitive in the SEC, recruit into the top 10. And Brent Venables and company, despite losing their offensive coordinator, Jeff Lebby, of course, Mississippi State, still signed a top 10 class. So a great start, I think, for Oklahoma coming into the SEC. Yeah, that's it. Depth, depth, depth. You got to keep it coming, keep it rolling. Uh, Oklahoma's going to be here to stay. And I, I think this is big too, brother, you know, just coming into this conference. We're going to get to some ones that maybe got away, but uh, they're still a top 10 team, uh, top 10 recruiting class. Yeah, and then LSU next, Shane, number 11. Again, we'll, we'll go a little bit more in depth on their class in just a second, but they dominated in the state of Louisiana. But I'm not used to LSU being this far down, which, yeah. you know, it's not awful. 11, you could still, you're you're a playoff contender right there, but no five stars in the class. Mm -hmm. um, just a little bit unusual. I'm used to seeing LSU closer to five than, than it is 11. So I wonder if those fans are, are slightly disappointed with this right now. Yeah, I think you. I think you should be, Mike. Uh, LSU is a brand that always finds their way their their way in the top five when you're you're thinking recruits. You're thinking of talent. You know, state alone. So, yeah, I, I think there's a, probably a little bit of a, a disappointing. I mean, but you're still sitting there at 11th in the country. You know what I'm saying? So right. I don't think they're 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 frowning too bad. But this does give me a little pause. Now. Let's see if this gives you pause, Shane, because they have Tennessee Vols, number 13 in the country, yeah. which is wild, Shane. Isn't it wild? We're sitting here saying 13 in the country, but seventh in the conference. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what, I mean, any other conference, you, you're going to win it with this with this class. So uh, Tennessee, number 13, some misses, some big hits. Uh, yeah. I, overall, I think this is a good class for, for Josh Heupel and company. But uh, maybe not quite where they thought they'd finish coming off an eleven win season. Yeah, but you know, more quality than quantity. You know, <laughs> we went out and got what we needed. And I, I will say this, Coach Hopple. I don't know if we're going to play any audio, but was very tickled about this class. You know, it, you know, there was some that got away, but there was a lot that we maybe thought we could lose and we didn't. So uh, yeah, I think Tennessee Vols are okay here. Right. So next on the docket. Again, this is the team that we're going to break down first when we in just a moment here, Shane. But they took a big tumble. Number sixteen, Florida. They yeah. were number three about two weeks ago. All the way down to sixteen, retained some key pieces, which will be critical. But man, I, I feel like I'm piling on Billy at this point in time, Shane. But it's hard to look at another program that's had a rougher, you know, month, month and a half than than the Florida Gators. Yeah, I. I I agree with you, but you know, there was a couple that were rumored not to sign and did. And, and I think if you're a fan, you're thinking, Hey, this could have been worse coming off this season that we had, uh, you know, you got a quarterback you can build around. I'm not worried about recruiting as much. It's not like it used to be Mike, you know, you have a bad recruiting class. It takes two, three years to bounce back, you know, and, and I'm not saying this is a terrible class because there's still SEC teams we haven't got to, but you know, in the day and age where we can find a team that gets hot and hit the transfer portal, you know, I'm, I'm not panicking, you know, but you got, you got, like you said, some key pieces that you really wanted. So yeah, Jackson, not a, Jackson. Jackson says, Cousin Shane, next head coach at Florida, 2025. <laughs> well, I got a quarterback at least, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, number 17, Shane, Texas A&M. Again, they're used to finishing much higher, but you understand it. Coaching yeah. change, and, and we'll get to their class, but about half of it's unsigned, Shane, which I, I don't think that's bad, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, because, again, we'll get to it. But I, I think what you don't want, Shane, you don't want a coach coming in there you know, he's got two weeks to to do this and then just like taking guys to take them. Yeah. 
you know, because with the portal and everything like that, they could get there. They could rush to sign. They could get to spring. And then they say, "What the hell? I don't want to play for this this damn guy." You know what I mean? Or or, yeah. or his scheme doesn't fit me, or his culture doesn't fit me. And then they just jump in the portal. So what yeah. the hell's the point of signing them? It, I think this is the right move by A and M and those prospects to kind of to wait it out and and get to know the coach a little bit better, evaluate their options. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, that's the beauty of two classes, you know. You, this is the early one. This has become the bigger one, but it's not the only one. So, still got some time to to salvage that. But you're right. Don't don't just bring it. That's what they've been doing, Mike. You know, a lot of times they brought in talent that wasn't going to help them. And uh, I would rather them be a little bit more specific on what what they can hit on immediately. So, uh, with a coach change, I still think you're happy with this class so far. Todd says, "Cousin Shane Beamer." <laughs> nah, I've been called worse today. You know, <laughs> but hey, funny he mentions that Shane is number twenty, South Carolina. And again, we'll mm-hmm. get to their class in just a minute. But I, I love this class for the Gamecocks. They didn't sign a ton of guys, but they they signed quality and they signed players at positions of need. Uh, yeah. I've heard J.C. Sherbert say this is arguably the best class South Carolina's ever signed. Uh, so if I'm a Gamecock, I'm pretty fired up. I know there's been some losses via the portal, but getting guys that are totally bought in, Shane Beamer era and the culture and all that, I think it's a really good class for the Gamecocks. Yeah, like you said, quality. I think that's the key word, Mike, because they got some dudes that are going to hit, I think, sooner than later. These are right. these are like contributors that will need to grow up quick. So. Um, and I like, I, I like the attitude with a lot of these boys coming in, you know, they're, they're building something over there in Columbia and you can kind of sense that with this class. Yeah. And similar themes here, Shane for number 24, Missouri didn't sign mm-hmm. a ton of guys, but they signed some quality Went heavy on the portal, number 24, Missouri and boy for a team that finished 24, Shane, they sure as hell know how to troll. They were getting billboards up all everywhere they signed, you know, top prospects in Arkansas getting billboards. They yep. got a kid out of Nashville over Tennessee. There's a big billboard here in my hometown, Nashville, Tennessee. Man, they're letting everybody know, Mizzou's here. We're here for your recruits. We're here for your players. And uh, I don't know, it's wild times. It's This has got to be this. We had someone DM us, Shane. They said, I'm 53 years old. This is the best time in my life for Missouri football. <laughs> it's like it's like they discovered some money, you know, like at Christmas money. And <laughs> you know, I started coming in. It's like, shit, let's buy some billboards in other states. Let's do it, you know. So <laughs> I love the trolling. I love this attitude. You see it on the po- – I and, and, too, Mizzou has never been, like, in the years past, this is like where you had to build your program was through recruiting. You know, I don't know if that's the case anymore. I think you help your portal through the recruiting. So this this one was uh this was some big gets there. Like you said, a little like South Carolina, a little bit more quality than quantity, but but uh yeah, they got some dudes, brother. So number twenty five, Shane, the Kentucky Wildcats, and they're another yeah. one loading up via the transfer portal. We'll get to their their class. And that was interesting about today as well, Shane. You know, usually it's all about the recruits. Today was like half recruits, half transfers. <laughs> I mean, there were, there's yeah. big-time transfer news all across the SEC. Guys getting in the portal, guys committing out of the portal. So, again, probably not the, the number you want if you're Kentucky, but if you factor in all the additions via the transfer portal. And, and th- these numbers, this rankings I'm giving out, Shane, this does not include transfer mm-hmm. rankings. It's just recruiting rankings. So again, if if you're tw- top twenty five, I think I think you're pretty happy if you're Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, like you said with the portal, I mean, think about the kids they landed in the portal. How excited we were for them when they landed in recruiting. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh look, Georgia loaded up, and it's like, oh shit, now they're living in Lexington. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then number twenty eight, Shade Arkansas, their class kind of, I don't want to say fell apart there at the end, but they lost yeah. some key players. Coaching transition and all that. They're another one, though, that they've gained about eight in the portal and some big-time prospects here recently. So not the class that you want if you're Arkansas, but that's what's going to happen, Shane, when there's speculation on whether your coach is even going to be there and and all that 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 plays into it. But uh, number 28 for Arkansas, that's better than Mississippi State, number 36. But, again, that's 
largely due to, to coaching change here. Yeah. New head coach Jeff Levy. Uh, they got some quarterbacks. They're hitting it hard via the transfer portal as well. And then last but not least, Vanderbilt number 40. Mm. And Hellshade, if they had a top 40 roster the last couple of years, they probably win a, a lot more games than they're winning. So even, uh, you know, the number is not what you want. This has got to be an upgrade for, for Vanderbilt and their overall talent. Yeah, they, they needed bodies quick. So uh, this, this is, a, again, going to be a – Hopefully a, a, a grow-up school, you know, not one that transfers out like they did last season or this season. Hell, I'm getting my years mixed up, you know. But <laughs> but Vanderbilt, you know, that that was what got him was just that depth. So that's what these boys may create. So uh, all in all, again, you've got all 16 teams within the top 40, uh, three and not in the top 25. Uh, are you a little surprised any of those not in the top 25, the Mississippi State, Arkansas, uh, Vandy. I mean, kind of Arkansas. I, I wouldn't yeah. think they would, would have been in the top 25. Kind of missed on some guys. They had a couple D commits that went to, one went to Georgia, no, Florida over Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. The guy, one of the big commits Mizzou got yesterday, number one prospect out of Arkansas. They were hoping to get him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Shane. I mean, well, Billy Napier, that's probably a bad example. But you know, Sam Pittman and, and Billy Napier are probably in the same boat right now. Yeah. You know, if you if you sign with them, you don't know how long your coach is even going to be there. Yeah. So it, it makes sense to go. I think pick Missouri over Arkansas right now, but I don't I don't know. So no, I, I guess given the coaching situation, that it doesn't really surprise me. Does yeah. it surprise you? Nah, it's just kind of getting your thoughts. I, I'm I'm with you, Arkansas. It's like it's tough to get excited about recruiting because you need it now. You know, I get right. more excited when a transfer comes in. I get more excited when a kid decides to stay, uh, things like that, you know, because you, you don't have time to develop and, and, you know, two, three years from now, we'll be in a better spot. Arkansas has got to hit the ground running. So I'm not, you know, throwing up any red flags because of this recruiting class, but it's, it's definitely one that could change next year based off how successful the season Sam Pittman has. Right. So I wanted to start talking about Florida first, Shane, in this individual class. They finished 16th. Mm-hmm. They were number three two weeks ago. I, you know, I mentioned that already. So they you know, really fell apart here. But they did sign two five-stars, seven four-stars, and nine three-stars. And most importantly, Shane, they got the quarterback, DJ Lagway, number two quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. There was uh, – a lot of speculation shades, Southern Cal's coming, Texas yeah. A&M's coming, but they held on to them. Centerpiece here, 72% completion percentage this season, Shane, 4,600 passing yards, 58 touchdowns, Jeez. only eight interceptions. And then, he, oh, yeah, he ran for just under 1,000 yards and 16 touchdowns in the mm. state of Texas where they're high school football crazy. So th- this is a massive win for Billy Napier and company. It's a player to build around. Mm-hmm. They also kept five-star number two defensive lineman in the country, LJ McCray, and he was one. Maybe he was just trying to drum up some hype and all that, but he he had told the reporters, hey, I am, I'm not signing today. And they're like, oh, God, this class <laughs> is coming apart. But, uh, no, he did. He signed this evening with Florida. They also got a four-star running back, Jaden Baugh. He's the one that – decommitted from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Now he's a Florida Gator. So, you know, they managed to to kind of salvage it, but they they lost a ton, Shane. Lost a five-star this week. Yeah. They lost six four-stars in the last couple weeks here. So, I mean, that, that's how you go from number three to 16. But at the end of the day, Shane, again, I, I realize this, this is not what Florida fans were hoping for. They were, you know, that this, this is kind of what they've been – putting all their hopes and dreams on Billy can recruit. Billy's going to get us out of this ditch, but considering they went five and seven and they just signed the number two quarterback in the country, they just signed the number two defense alignment in the country. They're getting top running backs to flip from other sec programs. I would argue that today was a win, even though you lost guys. Do you see what I'm saying with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, Again, it, the the momentum, you know, can be good and bad sometimes, especially on the recruiting trail. And and it felt like it was a jump ship kind of situation there in Gainesville. And 
And I think if you were to ask, poll the Florida, if you were to poll any fan and say, hey, you could still one five-star recruit in this class, what position do you want it to be in? You want it to be the quarterback, Mike, because that is a position. Look at LSU. You know, uh, LSU had an opportunity to play for a college football playoff, not because of how great that roster is, but because how good one individual is. So I, I think the Florida Gators are okay, brother. They they salvaged this recruiting class, and again, they can continue to grow on it. So you got a quarterback. It's it's easier to recruit when you've got that commitment. Yeah. How about this comment from Liquid Flames, Shane, a loyal listener here, Florida fan. He says the fans did this. They're always calling for Billy Napier's job uh, instead of getting behind him. Recruits see that stuff. And and I know what he's saying because, trust yeah. me, these Florida <laughs> fans can be brutal. That, yeah. I mean, they they hate me at times. So, I mean, I, I don't care. <laughs> <or anything>. well, <laughs> most of the time I'll say that. But I see what he's saying. You know, it would be very toxic. Yeah. I follow all these teams, right? And, and Florida – Player, it's not just Florida, so I, you know. Let's be clear, but I think it's more than not. I see Florida players saying, "God, these fans are, are brutal," you know, yeah. and, and and going on about the fans and how they're they're on their ass. And, and and again, I see that everywhere. I'm not saying it's just Florida, but I mean it's it's not unusual at all. I, I see it seemingly all the time with Florida yeah. fans. Jumping on the players and commit. They had one commit, Shane, had to delete his social media because of <laughs> how brutal they were being to him. Just this class. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to, to, to ask you, I mean, it, do you put any of this on the fans or is this, is this all Billy and company? That, I mean, they got to win some damn games too. Yeah, uh, no, this is on coach. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fa- I, don't get me wrong. I don't like to, to tweet it at recruits and, and shit like that. I mean, you know, you got to pause and say, Hey, how old is this kid? And why am right. I texting him? You know, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't be that guy. But I, I think if, if, you know, if he's excited about something, you can retweet it or whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to give you Twitter etiquette here, but you know, when it boils down to it, Mike, if Florida Gators were winning, the fans would be happy. And if yeah. happy fans create happy recruits, you know, you don't hear this with, well, I mean, I guess you hear it with everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Right, right now, Bama, they're not they're not going at people because they're they're happy. They're in the college football playoff right now. You're right. not hearing this from from these other teams. So I, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little torn back and forth. You just got to pause before you text. Like I say, remember, <laughs> I know it's football and you love football, but it is a kid in high school. Right. If they didn't care, Shane, they wouldn't be tweeting all that. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Don't be tweeting the recruits, you know, do yeah. whatever the hell you want. We don't do it, but I understand the passion. You know, maybe maybe send that to your friend group. You know what I mean? More than yeah. that. Like, yeah, uh, I get plenty of those <laughs> too, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's get into uh, Georgia's class, Shane. Number one in the country. Mm-hmm. Once again, three five-stars for them dogs. Oh, man. 17 four-stars and eight three-stars. And the big one today, Shane, they flipped five-star safety K.J. Bolden. He was committed to Florida State. Many people thought he was going to Auburn. He f- he flips from Florida State to Georgia yeah. here on signing day. They also got the number one cornerback, Ellis Robinson, number one linebacker, Justin Williams. K.J. Bolden was number one safety. And how about this for good measure, Shane? I don't know why punters go to Athens, but they got the number one punter, Drew Miller. You might as well go to Vanderbilt where they actually use you. But, uh, (laughs) man, just loading up on elite talent here. No surprise, but uh, credit Kirby and company. This, This is why I say he's the best recruiter of all time, getting these kids to flip last second. It's A recruiting battle's never over down there in Athens as long as they got their eyes on you. You know what? Yeah, that's a good good question about the punter, man. I always thought about that. Like, why go to the somebody that uses you the least? Like, I would look at the numbers and say, okay, I want to get airtime, so I want to be in the SEC. But who's having trouble converting third downs? That's my team, you know? <laughs> Jackson says, us dogs, we, we admire the punters. So maybe there's something to that. Maybe they just really have respect yeah. for those guys. You know what? Hey, back in the day, man, Tennessee, that's you remember that? We we with them Colquitts and everything. We loved the damn punters. Uh uh, but uh, now when you, you go through a few of them, it's not so good. You know, you don't I'm not saying not so good. I probably should just shut up. Did you see what drinking. the uh did you see what the Georgia punter said on social media, Shane, when he saw Carson Beck was coming back for another year? Mm-mm. 
He said something like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm, <laughs> they're never going to use me next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Quick little break from the show to remind you guys, we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today and put in that promo code that S-E-C, T-H-A-T-S-E-C, over at MyBookie Online Sportsbook. They're willing to give our audience a $200 exclusive cash bonus today to wager on these bowl games, NFL, NFL playoffs will be right around the corner, college, football, playoffs, all the sports, they got you covered over at mybookie.ag today. And don't forget, most importantly, that promo code, that SEC is the number one way to help support the show this football season. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, that SEC, all new users get a free $200 cash bonus just for signing up and using that promo code. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Don't forget the Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports, the go-to site for Daily Fantasy Sports is none other than Prize Picks. And with that promo code SEC, they are willing to match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks. So you can have 200 bucks in your Prize Picks account today with that promo code SEC. Help the podcast stay independent. I know football's winding down, but there's still lots of football action to get in on before it all comes to a sad, depressing end. Head on over to Prize Picks promo code SEC and that SEC over at mybookie.ag today. We don't ask for much. We just ask, take advantage of these sponsorship opportunities if you can afford to do it. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch of 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code THATSEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem THATSEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And now, back to the show. But hey, Shay, not everybody was happy that KJ Bolden picked Georgia. Got a little clip here. Well, we're gonna talk some Auburn, but before we do that, let's kick it over to Hugh Free. Hey Hugh, just how much effort went into keeping the guys that were committed versus going out and trying to flip guys from other places? Oh, uh, it was both. I mean, you can't yeah. Listen, last night it was uh there's some schools in this conference that uh, they 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 believe in last night efforts, and um, and what you know you gotta you gotta fight and you gotta hold on and you gotta stay up all night and play video games and do stuff that's out of my comfort zone and um, but you you just you know there was there was some late night pushes and we won held on some and won one and lost one and um people in this conference are good at what they do and um I don't always like what is done but it's uh it's it's you know you got to just you got to have plans and you got to fight for it and um but it was both i mean it's you got to try to hold on to your good ones and all of yours, and then 
trying to win a few battles at the end on some some kids that are undecided. All right, Shane, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Hugh Freeze don't like the shenanigans going on in recruiting in the SEC. What do they say, Shane? The pot calling the kettle black, whatever. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, Shane. I mean, if there's one guy that should never talk about shady recruiting deals, it's old Hugh Freeze. <laughs> and, you know, he's not, he didn't come out and say Kirby this, Kirby that, but clearly that's who he's talking about. Yeah. He, he later in the uh, press conference, I, I was going to include it, but it's, he didn't say KJ Bolden or anything like that, but he basically said, hey, we had a guy. He said, I'm coming, I'm coming. That was two days ago, and now all of a sudden he's not coming. But that's clearly who he was talking about. But, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just th- That's gone viral because, my goodness, Shane, I mean, uh, late night pushes and Hugh Freeze, that's, that's something <laughs> that band should never say. You know what? Uh, let me ask you because my mind went to a different route here. <laughs> if you were to pick – the coach in the SEC that's the best at playing video games and the worst, <laughs> who do you think that would be? And I, I think I, I've been thinking about this for a minute. So for worst, I think it's easy. Nick Saban. Um, I, I, I just think <laughs> there's no way like I could, I've seen him dance in living rooms and stuff like that. He's got a, you know, he's got a little spunk to him, but playing a video game, I just don't see it. I saw the virtual thing, you know, so he's, he's attempted it, you know? Right. Uh, but I would say for the, best i would uh either beamer or or maybe drink you know one of those mm. guys yeah you know drinks you know he's got a family they, they probably got some nintendo or yeah. something over there at, at drinks house that's a good one beamer yeah like you said i think i would imagine clark lee you know he's he's a he, i think people get fooled by you know the bald head and everything they yeah. get a little bit older he's he's a younger guy so give me some clark lee action I could see he him comes doing across it. as like a like a wee guy, or maybe <laughs> play board, you know, chess or something. You know, I could see him doing something like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think you're right on. Nick Saban's probably never touched a video game. I would imagine well, he, he did Pittman. do that virtual thing. You remember he had the virtual thing? He oh, was yeah. boxing. He, so I mean, he pro- he hated every second of that. <laughs> <every shame>. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think Sam Pittman was is probably second. To, to I, I couldn't imagine yeah. him playing many video games, but uh, no, I, I think Hypo could play a little bit. I, you know, yeah, I could be wrong about that, but I, I feel like he's a little bit of a gamer. I don't think Stoops would be much of a gamer. Um, uh, definitely not. Uh, what's his name down there in LSU? Uh, Kelly. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that would happen either. <laughs> uh, but maybe Lebby. You know, I could see him oh, in the yeah. mix. Lane, Lane, maybe. I mean, he's got them kids, so he's probably been forced to play a few of them, but he doesn't care for it. <laughs> yeah, but again, Shade Albert. So, despite you complaining here, yeah, he signed the number seven class, two five stars, oh, yeah. outstanding, nine four stars and nine three stars, and I think most importantly, Shane, the number two receiver Cam Coleman, the number seven receiver Perry Thompson. And the number seven quarterback Walker White out of Arkansas that got him over Clemson. So mm-hmm. you you get some elite receivers. You get the quarterback of the future. I think that's exactly what you had to do this recruiting cycle. Your first one there, and uh, you know, aside from his comments here, I I give you a, an A plus on on signing day. Mike, if I if I'm picking a winner for for National Signing Day, it is Auburn Tigers. Not even close. I, I I think coming off the season that they had, you know, you got to remember this is I mean, this is Hugh Freeze's first complete season of recruiting, and 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 now you're up there with the big dogs. So and, and you got some talent, brother. You're bringing some dudes down there that will fit the system. You know, you've been scratching your head and saying, "Why the hell can we not throw downfield?" Well, we will here in another year or two, buddy. <laughs> Auburn's bringing it, brother. Yep. Uh, someone in the comments here, Heath says, uh, drink plays Legend of Zelda. I, I, I <laughs> oh, man, here comes the Razorbacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about uh, Alabama Shade? Again, number two recruiting class in the country. Mm-hmm. Also, again, transfer has been very busy here lately. They landed former Texas A&M five-star defense alignment LT Overton. So that's big plug-and-play type player on the defensive line, and he does not count towards their recruiting class, number two in the country. 
They signed three five stars, thirteen four stars, and nine three stars, and they got the number two cornerback Jalen uh, Mbake, mm-hmm. number three quarterback Julian Sayan from I believe California, number three receiver Ryan Williams who reclassified. He was a twenty twenty five. Now he's a twenty twenty four five star. But uh, again, the rich get richer, and there are no deficiencies on Bama's roster, but. You land quarterbacks, you land receivers, you land defensive backs. That's ex- Those are the premier positions in all of college football. Jeez. Wouldn't it be nice, you know, just to wake up? If you're not a, a Georgia or Alabama fan, like, wouldn't you just like to wake up to one national signing day and, and say those top numbers, you know? <laughs> You'd be talking about that recruiting class for 20 years, you know? But it's just another day. So, uh, yeah, the rich get richer, brother. Hey, Matt says, uh, Drake looks like he codes his own video games. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, how about, uh, how about Texas? Shane, number six class in the country. They also they picked up a transfer, big-time receiver from Houston, Matthew Golden. There was a, yep. He was their top. Apparently, they wanted this guy more than Juice Wells. So, Ooh. tell you what they think of that guy. Is that what you say after you don't get Juice Wells? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But they did sign – Four five stars, Shane. Mm-hmm. Six four stars mm. and eleven three stars. The number two offensive tackle, Brandon Baker. Number two safety, Xavier Filzami, who they flipped from Florida just a couple of days ago. Number four receiver, Ryan Wingo, finally woke up <laughs> and signed those papers. They also got the number two running back, Jurek Gibson, and the number four linebacker, Colin Simmons. This is another one, Shane, where uh, you know a loaded roster stays elite here with the number six class in the country. And uh, again, I mean, I mean, they didn't need a quarterback either because they got Arch Manning coming up through the ranks here. So an outstanding class for the Longhorns. Yeah, no, it definitely was. And they got some serious weapons. That's what I like about it. They've got it through the portal. They're, they're starting to hit it on the recruiting class. Again, they're loading up a roster that's going to be able to compete with the SEC immediately. So, um, yeah, I, it's not easy. I, I always wondered, you know, because you look at teams like Alabama, you look at teams like Texas, you know, they're they're fighting for college, this year. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about next year with the National Signing Day and the, the, and the portal. They're still trying to game prep because they got a college football playoff to get to. So it's just impressive. Uh, big win for, for the Longhorn fans here. And then Oklahoma, our new SEC cousin here, Shane, again, number eight class in the country, mm-hmm. signed one five-star, 13 four-stars, and 14 three-stars. So really loading up on uh, you know quantity here. They signed the number five defense alignment in the country, David Stone, and the number one running back in the country, Taylor Tatum, Shane. So I guess them suitors are going to be running the ball. At least they think they are when they come to the SEC. Can't wait to see how this pans out. But my goodness, Shane, 13 four-stars. I mean, that's that's incredible. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely, man. But Mizzou fans, looking there, they're, they're going to be like, hey, they're, they're already scouting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. We'll get to that in a minute. LSU, Shane, number 11 class. Mm-hmm. Again, they didn't sign a five-star. They're still in it for, for one at least. But they did sign 14 four-stars, 13 three-stars. They got the number three tight end, uh, Tredez Green, the number four safety, uh, Deshaun McBride. But here's here's kind of where they killed it in, in recruiting, Shane. They signed uh, 11 of the top 14 prospects from Louisiana. And the number one is a defensive lineman by the name of Dominic McKinley. He's committed to A&M. But he's not signed, and he's saying, I'm not signed until February, and, and LSU is still in on him. So they have a real opportunity, Shane, to sign 12 of the top 14 from the yeah. state of Louisiana. And and the fact that you just basically signed nothing but Louisiana kids and you got the number 11 class, that yeah. gives you an indication of how rich talent is down there uh, all to buy you. Yeah, and it, it's won a lot of national championships down there. So that is the recipe, and sometimes it's not – you know, as five-star rich as you'd like it to be. But, 
you know, still you've you're, you've got pipelines in these high schools, and you know you got to remember in two three years there may be another kid that pops up that's five star talent, but his his brother's playing for LSU or his cousin's there at LSU. So right. absolutely, man, this is this is very. It's always important for LSU coaches to protect the borders. So yeah, it may not be a huge win this season, but it may pay off in following seasons. Right. So Tennessee Shea, number thirteen class in the country. They did pick up a transfer, key transfer today, Shane. Oregon State cornerback Jermod McCoy. He was a true freshman, mm-hmm. started four games for Oregon State last season, and he's from Texas, and they, they beat out a couple Texas schools to get him, so must have really wanted to be a ball. They signed two five-stars, nine four-stars, ten three-stars, and they got the number one edge player, Jordan Ross, pass rusher, number eight, Receiver, Mike Matthews, number seven, safety, Boo Carter, and number eight, offensive tackle, Bennett Warren. And according to Mark Stoops, Shane, in Tennessee's a bunch of damn cheaters in the portal. You had a couple guys go into the portal and come back, especially Dingle. How big was that for the tight end room to get him back? Yeah, I think it was very important. You know, Jordan's a guy that, that we definitely want in the program. I mean, here's a young man that does, you know, everything right. You know, he, he's, you know, darn near perfect in his grades. And, you know, he's he's been just a great teammate. He loves it here. He, you know, he, um, uh, you know, I don't think wanted to leave. Um, I'm just going to stop there before I get myself in trouble. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to whine or cry. This is an exciting day. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of money involved. Not that the... Oh, man. I mean, he got his guy to come back, and he's still complaining. You know what this reminds me of, Shane, is, uh, you know, let's say you got a job. You're doing well at your job, but you go and you you try to land another job, Mm -hmm. and then you don't get that job, and then you come back and say, you know what? I didn't even want that damn job. You know, like like you got caught interviewing for it, but you're with your old boss and I didn't, I didn't even entertain those fools. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what this felt like to me. Oh, man. I, I Yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't comment either because I'm the same way, you know. I hope he's enjoying that new ride. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger Ninja says uh, UK needs to pick up a coach in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Hey, didn't he just jump in the portal and see how much he's worth? <laughs> you know, yeah. he, almost, he almost went down to A&M, did he not? So, whatever. But speaking of Kentucky, so it's funny, Shane, because they did they they uh, picked up some big-time players in the portal, including uh, Pop Johnson there from Georgia, Shane. All-American linebacker, was a finalist for the Buckus in 2022, just a, a season ago, only played nine games this year after sustaining a, a season-ending injury. But to get a plug-and-play, all-American-type linebacker, that's massive for yeah. Kentucky. They also got Florida offensive lineman Jalen Farmer to go to Kentucky. And there, there's one other guy. I don't know they've officially got him yet, so I don't want to ruin his moment or anything. But sounds like they're going to pick up another defensive back, Shane, with SEC starting experience to come to Kentucky. So they are loading up. And, you, and remember, they already got Brock Vandegrift. They already got the Ohio State running back, the backup running back. So they are, are they got a, a receiver from North Texas, Texas Macklin, who had over a thousand yards. I mean, they are they are going heavy portal, yeah. instant impact here for Lexington. I, it, a solid class here, transfer portal class for Kentucky. Do it, man. Just keep doing it. That uh, not quite last chance you, but that's <laughs> it's next chance you. You know, get an opportunity to come up here actually start actually put some film out there so that you can go on to the next level and that's one thing that kentucky can provide these kids is a proven track record of putting people in the league and all right play it lean into it be that team who cares because if you keep reloading through the portal you'll always you'll it's a revolving door of talent right and how about this comment from xavier shane it's crazy every fan base is accusing every other fan base of cheating I mean that that's accurate, isn't it? I mean everybody's damn cheating. Yeah, when you lose your guy, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry. I, I why don't they just come here and play because they love the sport, not because they need the money. 
<laughs> right. And at, apparently, even at Florida, they're saying, Shay, some of these guys they lost. Yeah. We pulled their offer. Top 100 <laughs> players pulled their offer. You're not welcome here. You know, like, good Lord, he'd probably start day one, you know? Questionable character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I even hit on the recruits, Shay. So they got five four stars in Lexington, 16 yeah. three stars. But again, their class is, is I don't want to say all, because they, they landed a big time quarterback in-state guy that I think they beat out like Ohio State for him. So yeah. uh, credit to them. But this is mostly about the transfers that they're getting down there in Lexington. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Just keep doing it. And they're not having a lot of transferred out. You know what I'm saying? So that, that that's what – Kentucky has always had that that niche that they were a develop, developmental school, you know. And and I think they still are to a certain certain extent. But being able to bring some kids in that can plug and play immediately, yeah. that's that's what keeps Kentucky at the top of that list every year when we go in saying, well, can this team surprise you? Well, yeah, because look at this roster now. Right. So number 17 class, Shane, Texas A&M. And this, this is another one. It's kind of hard to judge because half the class didn't sign today. Uh, yeah. Also, I should note, big news, Shane, with their roster, receiver Evan Stewart hit the portal. And – Checkmate. Unfortunately, Shane, it sounds like, uh, again, he's not nothing official yet, but it sounds like the two teams he's looking at, Mm -hmm. Alabama, Texas. So it could literally not get any worse for A&M wherever he went, but (laughs) just please don't go to Bama or or Texas, and that's probably where he'll end up, one of the two. But uh, so A&M, they've signed zero five stars, three four stars, and seven uh, three stars here. But they have two five-stars committed, three more additional four-stars, and two three-stars. And But, again, these guys are not – half the class not signing till February. Give them a, a, a opportunity to see who Mike Elko, his full staff, yeah. get that rapport going. As long as they don't sign elsewhere, you still got to like A&M's chances to keep a lot of these guys – no guarantees in recruiting because everybody's going to come after elite players that aren't committed. But um, again, I, I like I said at the front, I would rather this happen than you rush to a decision because even if you sign every single one of these guys today and they leave three months from now, what the hell was the point? You know what I yeah. mean? So I, I want guys that are a little bit more bought into the Mike Elko program than, uh, than, than may, maybe if they're on the fence. They probably shouldn't sign right now. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, as far as the fan base, if there's any fan base we don't need to preach patience to, it's these guys and girls. You know, <laughs> they they they've been patient. They will be patient with Elko. Um, you know, it's not gonna be immediate. It's not, you know, he's not a I mean, he's a splash he's not a splash hire, but you know, he is very I, I think he's gonna help this program tremendously, but a, a full season under his belt. This this recruiting class is going to this following recruiting class is going to look ten times better. So right. um, I'm not panicking by no means. Just trying to keep what you have in. Uh, you know, find a few pieces, get you through the season. Um, they'll they'll be fine there in AM. Now Jesse, he's he's wanting us to get to the cock, Shane. South Carolina, the number twenty class. Yeah. Again, this is not not a. Uh, a big quantity class. That's why the ranking is 20th, but they signed a five-star Shane, mm-hmm. eight, four stars, seven, three stars. And they're another one that's gone heavy portal, which does not count into these rankings, yeah. but they got the number three edge player in the country, Dylan Stewart, who, when he commit to South Carolina, Shane, a lot of people had him pegged as the number one prospect in the country. So that's, that's kind of yeah. his ceiling. He could be the best player here. The number three offensive tackle, Josiah Thompson. The number four tight end, Michael Smith. The number eight linebacker, Fred Johnson. And the number two junior college defensive lineman, Jerome Simmons. I love this class, Shane. Trenches, trenches, trenches. That's where they needed help. That's where Beamer and company attacked. Again, not not a high quantity, more quality than anything. Uh, the only downside, Shane, and he's he's not gone yet, but uh, starting left tackle Jalen Nichols did enter the portal today. Mm-hmm. He didn't play all year. He was he was lost for the season. He's the one that got hurt in the spring game. But uh, that'd be a tough blow, losing your left tackle with a new quarterback coming in. You, you want to solidify that, of course. But he, he's not gone. He's just in the portal. 
Yeah, yeah, and I, I think you hit it. Trenches, big boys. This is this is what we've been missing. So um, you know, and it's the problem is it's not like you can really plug and play some of these guys. They still got to get some of that weight on them and things like that. You know, I'm looking at that JUCO kid. I think he may be a, a an immediate impact, but. Uh, but this is where they've struggled. So loading up that line of scrimmage is very pivotal for South Carolina, and I think they're very excited, with, especially with the portal and this class. I, Gamecock fans are all right. Yep. Now, next, Ole Miss, a number 21 class, and it's it's surprising that they're even this high because they focus so heavily on the portal, <laughs> which, again, is, is not factored into these rankings. But they signed six four-stars, mm-hmm. 15 three-stars, they got the number two juke junior college receiver, Deion Smith, number 10 athlete, Norrell White, and Lane Kiffin got him an extension chain. Let's play this little quick clip here from the Portal King. So now going into schools, living rooms, or college campuses nowadays for players. Um, I think that there's a different feeling when we walk in at Ole Miss than it was when we got here. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, there should be, Shane. I mean, again, this is a stat that's been said time and time again, but it deserves to be said because this is not something that Ole Miss could said much in their history. But aside from Georgia, aside mm-hmm. from Alabama, Shane, the last three years, no one's won more SEC games than Ole Miss. So yeah. they're not on the, the level of Alabama, Georgia yet, clearly, but you can make the case they're the next best option to 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 knock down that door. And, and what they're doing, the transfer portal, they're putting forth the effort and everything they have to to get there. Yeah, well, in, in this recruiting class, it doesn't seem big, but it is, man, because years past, every big job that's ever came open, Lane Kiffin was on that short list. And, you know, getting a contract extension, establishing roots in the – and, and, and Mississippi alone is very, very important. And, and I saw a lot of local recruits coming to campus now. So that's that's one thing that is going to keep improving. And the, he'll always be the portal king, Mike. He's always going to be on the edge there. So don't worry. Ole Miss will always get talent there. But, you know, if he could figure out the recruiting side of it and the portal, watch out, brother. Yep. And then next up, Shane Mizzou, 24 recruiting class in the country again does not count transfers and they landed a big one since we last recorded Shane Oklahoma offensive lineman Caden Green Drake says I love green the color he can't talk about the player yet because I guess the paperwork's not in just yet <laughs> but that's a huge one Shane could be a, a lockdown lineman for the rest of his career at Missouri before he goes on to the NFL uh and Oklahoma fans are still upset about that Georgia linebacker Darius Smith also transferred in mm-hmm. to Mizzou. That was a big one. They landed the four-star receiver Courtney Crutchfield, number one prospect from Arkansas just the other day, and Jaron Sensabaugh, top corner from the state of Tennessee. Over that ball, Shane, I know mm. that was a tough one for you, but that, that these are the guys they put up all the billboards for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they signed a five-star, four four-stars, 15 three-stars, including the number one edge defender, a player many have as the top overall prospect in the country, Williams and Wari. This is where you you need these players to compete at a high level in the SEC, and, and that Courtney Crutchfield is the number 12 receiver in the country. So yeah. I'm pretty thrilled with this class if I'm a Missouri fan. Well, I saw that Georgia one that transferred over, and I'd love to give the kid credit, whoever said this, but he said they went to Mizzou because he wanted to compete for college football championships. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, this is this is a big one. Uh, Eli did come out later, you know, talking about Williams. You know, this the kid's never wavered. Once he once he committed, he's been there, and uh, that's what they want, in Mizzou. And you could tell, man, some of these kids that get on this campus, like they're lifers. They're going to be Mizzou right. till the end. Yep. And then next, uh, Arkansas, Shane, number 28 class in the country. But, but again, mm-hmm. they picked up some big transfers since we last recorded. Former five-star Georgia linebacker, Xavier Sori, Shane. Arkansas has got an outstanding track record of taking in these uh, players from across the SEC, like a Drew Sanders, and making them mm-hmm. big-time players. Dwight McGlother will be another one, on and on and on. 
They also added Tennessee lineman Shane Addison Nichols, Josh Heupel's first class. This was the highest-rated prospect in Tennessee's class. Mm-hmm. He hadn't played a ton in his two years at Tennessee. Now he's an Arkansas Razorback. So I love these two pickups for the Razorbacks. Uh, they signed five four-stars. We were making room, by the way, so oh, go course. on. Of yeah. course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five four-stars for the Razorbacks, 11 three-stars. Number 10 corner in the country, Selman Bridges. Mm-hmm. Number 15 quarterback in the country, K.J. Jackson. Oh, I, <laughs> I almost said a different name there. Uh, and the number 18 defensive lineman, Charleston Collins. So all in all, again, I, th- I think considering the uncertainty with Sam Pittman just a month ago, uh, I think number 28 class and landing these big-time transfers, they got some pretty solid haul for the Razorbacks. It's like the uh, like the Walmart version, you know, not Dr. Pepper, Dr. Thunder, you know. <laughs> uh, maybe this is a good one. No, I, 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 you, I, again, I'm not going to get – I'm not going to overreact from this recruiting class. It's still a top 28 recruiting class. There's still a chance for them to move into the top 25 on this next recruiting uh, uh, deadline. But – yeah, they'll be fine, but this is a season that you, you've got to hit immediately, and that's why I've got my eyes more on the portal with Arkansas than I do the recruiting classes. Right. And then next we got Mississippi State, Shane, number 35 class in the country again. That's to be expected with the coaching yeah. transition and everything. They're going portal heavy as well. Two four-stars they signed, 18 three-stars. They got the number 28 offensive tackle in the com- country. I love this. Jimothy with uh, Lewis and the number 43 receiver, JJ Harrell. They also Shane, since we last recorded, picked up a big time receiver in the transfer portal. Yeah. UTEP Kelly. I'm going to butcher the heck out of this Shane. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spell this out for you. Shane, you try a K H a R a I Y I. Can I have it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> well, it don't matter, Shane. He's all Conference USA first team, over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. Plug him into this Jeff Levy yeah. offense. We're talking big-time player here. So I, I love that. And we got a quarterback, Michael Van Buren, Shane, was committed to Oregon, got him to flip right before mm-hmm. signing day. You're talking Jeff Levy getting quarterbacks, offensive tackles, receivers. We're getting, we're talking fun football coming back to Mississippi State. That's exactly right, man. It's gonna a lot of these names, even if we're having trouble pronouncing them now, <laughs> at the end of next season, maybe stat leaders because right. that's that's the style offense that Levy's gonna be running here. So yeah, this is don't obviously you're not gonna panic. You're excited about what's being the product itself. You know, maybe not the all the ingredients that you need right now, but they'll they'll be fine. Right. And then last but not least, well, Vanderbilt, I guess it is kind of is at least number forty class in the country. Two four stars, seventeen three stars, but they did shade. They finally got themselves a quarterback, Utah quarterback Nate Johnson. He's a guy that uh, he didn't start. Remember in that opener against Florida where they whipped them pretty good. Yeah. He was the guy that that burst open. It was like a twenty yard touchdown run that kind of won the game for Utah. Yeah. He's he's at Vanderbilt now, so he's probably gonna be their starting quarterback. He's probably the only quarterback they got on the roster now. But so dual threat type guy. It's good to get that in. They're another one, Shane. They've they have found NIL money. They should have found it about two months ago. Yeah. They could keep some of these guys on their roster. But they found some money and now they they got them some players in here. They also signed the number 10 safety in the country, Dante Carter, and yep. the number 17 tight end, Witt. Edwards. So they're trying, Shane. They're trying at Vanderbilt, and that's all we can really ask of them. You know what? Yeah, they're just always like a year too late, but they'll get there. And 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 if given the opportunity, brother, I'm telling you, Vanderbilt could be a gold mine. So and, and it just it just needs a little. It needs to catch fire. Yeah. And uh, you know, like you said, they found some NIL money. They're going to have new facilities. There's going to be a lot of things that you can provide to these future recruits that are coming there. Top 40, buddy, I remember Vanderbilt classes in the 80s, in the 100s, you know, so I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid Hey, they're right recruiting now. better than Dion. How about that? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, hey, uh, that's all I got on this episode. Buddy, you got anything else before we hop off the line? No, this is a wild, wild few days. Uh, it, it's been – 
it's been great, and we're going to be staying on top of it. So we got some more Christmas stuff that we're going to get into. Let's see, tomorrow we got Thursday show. Uh, we got two more shows, so we got some fun stuff planned here the next couple of days. Uh, we're going to get into some football games, man. We got some some bowl games starting to crank up here around the holidays. So I know you got a lot of stuff going on, and if you you know ain't got nothing else to do, holler out, hang out with uh, cousin Shane and Mike here. We'll drink some beers and and talk about how bad we hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you never know with, with some kind of emergency podcast needs to go yeah. down. So be on the lookout. For all that, turn on your notifications, subscribe, all that. You you guys already know, but uh, that's all I got. And oh, I did. Uh, I, I guess I should say this just on the show, just so people know, Shane. Uh, I think Christmas is like on a Tuesday. I, I can't remember. Sunday. Sunday is it? Yep. Hey, wait. Today's Wednesday, so we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mon- Monday. Monday. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Stephen and I, we do the Tuesday show, right? Yes. Called a Stephen Last and Tuesday. I said, hey, you get Christmas off, Stephen. So we're not going to record that on Monday. We're going to record that on Tuesday. So it'll be yeah. a Stephen Lassen Wednesday, just so everybody knows. And and he and I are going to preview all the bowl games next week. So I just want to, I just want, to, I just want uh, the audience to be aware of that. Yeah, congratulations with the new baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about he ain't got no sleep. He needs this, you know. He needs to step away and get a little break, you know. So, yep. yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. Uh, we'll be a little flexible around the holidays, but uh, yeah, shit, Mike. You know, if something wild happens, like you said, we'll just we'll just turn on the cameras and get on here and do an emergency podcast. So, absolutely. Well, brother, I appreciate you as always. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out, especially those on the live show. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols. This may be the most awkward closing we've... Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.